I realized very early on that palliative care was not really in, in my wheelhouse. I wanted to be part of the preventative side. You're listening to the Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find out how to access exclusive discounts on Filex, the fitness industry convention. In this episode, human movement and performance specialist Michelle Dalcor talks sickness prevention, staying curious, and coming home to Australia with Network's Bell Fong. with great pleasure that I introduce Michelle Dalcourt. Welcome, Michelle. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for being here. Um, now, before we get started, is there anything quirky you'd like to share about yourself that perhaps maybe our listeners don't already know about you? Ah, uh, gosh. Uh, you know, I might suggest when I was a child, when I was small, when I was young, I was very shy. But I wasn't shy to the point where it was, you know, just a, a minor inconvenience. I remember distinctly being in class in grade school and there'd be the substitute teacher or the new teacher in class. And sometimes the question would be thrown my way. And I remember often being frozen in fear and just turning beet red. And of course, when that happens, it's even worse, right? Because now the pressure is even up. So I remember that distinctly. And what's interesting is if you were to go back and talk to those people that were my friends and they were to see what I would do with my life ultimately, uh, they would have probably never guessed it. So, <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. So tell me, how did you get into fitness and or who inspired you to get into the industry? Well, for me, my journey into fitness was not probably in the same realm as most, which is to say, I, you know, I was, I had a good uh, athletic background perhaps, or, you know, I was good at sport and I parlayed that into a career. That was not me at all. My journey into the fitness field and the health field was really on the academic side. And so I took uh, courses in, in university that were preparing me for medical school. And I, I realized very early on that palliative care was not really in, in my wheelhouse. I wanted to be part of the preventative side. And so that led me to exercise science and uh, you know, going down that route in university. And so that was my experience to get to this point. And so it was very not, much not on the physical side. It was more on the intellectual side. Okay, awesome. Let's talk about fitness. What's your philosophy on training and, and also your philosophy, I guess, on how you run your business? Well, our business is one of prevention. And really what we're doing is we're talking about health as the first marker. So if you think about health as this umbrella mm -hmm. under which fitness, performance, all these things are subsets of health. And so our POV, our point of view is very much health. And so if we're looking at fitness interventions, we're going to characterize those fitness interventions with the basis of health as a primary marker. Same thing with performance. So I just did a lecture right now on aging. And I asked you know, the, the people in the audience, how many people know of a bigger, stronger, faster athlete in their 20s and 30s only to be broken at 40, 50, 60, and 70? And then we talked about these cellular processes that happen. So in performance, I can look at a short-term performance mark. But sometimes that doesn't commingle well with the long-term health sustainability of the body. And so that's the way we kind of, we, we look at things. And then we provide solutions and strategies and education accordingly. Okay, cool. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Sounds great. So when did you say would you, you first like got started in the industry? Like how old were you or how long ago was it? 
are you, you're trying to date me now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 43 now, and I got in when I was out of university at, at 25. So, okay, cool. yeah, yeah. So what do you think uh, the you of 20 years ago would think about what, where you are today? Well, here's what we do say. And I did this at the Meeting of the Minds on, on day one here at, at Filex. My topic was, is health coaching replacing personal training? And so I think that if we look at this, the, what we do historically in personal training, which is I see you for an hour and my job is to usher you through some sort of physicality for an hour, that is going to extend itself. And it's going to extend itself in the field of health coaching. And so I think those that are really serious about the future of our industry are going to plan for a change. So this idea of planned obsolescence really speaks to the idea that what we're going to do right now is going to morph, evolve, adapt, put in the adjective that you want, into something that's more. Because now with biometric capture, with activities of daily living being so highly influencing in terms of our health outcomes and our performance out outcomes and our physicality, that those are going to be in the remit of a health coach. And even if it's to identify what is perhaps a disruptor, knowing that it's out of their scope of practice and referring into a network, not out of, into a network that they created, that will be responsibilities of health coaches that have, like personal trainers, that have a good relationship with the end consumer and they perhaps see them more than allied health professionals. Yep. Great. Awesome. And what would advice would you give to your 20 year old self? I would probably say, Michelle, just, you know, keep going. Uh, you know, stay, my, our mantra is stay curious. And that's always been my kind of MO is, you know, why are things happening this way? Or, you know, why do mechanisms, you know, operate the way they do, you know, why are things landscaped the way they are? So this idea of staying curious and having a boldness of pursuit that allows you to uncover why things are the way they are, uh, that would be perhaps, you know, my advice to me as a yeah, youngster is, you know, just keep going and, and find your voice early. Cool. What's your favorite thing about Filex coming to Filex? Well, you know, there's a cliched answer, which is, which is actually very true. Uh, the people here, in Australia and specifically with Filex are awesome. So it sounds like a cliched answer, but it is absolutely right on true. You guys are just great. I have a lot of friends. I used to live in Noosa. Okay. Yeah. And so when I was done university, my first job in fitness was actually in Noosa, Australia. So to me as a Canadian, even though I live in America now, coming to Australia, maybe perhaps because it's Commonwealth country, there's a sense of coming home in a lot of ways. I think the Canadian culture and the people are very similar to the Aussies in a lot of ways. So I, I come here at least once a year and it is like coming home. So cool. Yeah. We'll love it. Well, thanks so much for your time today. And uh, yeah, hope to see you around for the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. For more articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au.